Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations, a weekly podcast focusing on e-commerce topics featuring interviews with prominent people in the e-commerce space. This is E-Commerce Conversations by Practical E-Commerce. I'm Kerry Murdoch. E-Commerce Site Search, including Google's announcement that it's dropping its own commerce search platform is our topic today. Dr. Sean Ryan, CEO of SLI Systems, a leading site search provider, is our guest. Well, Sean, thank you for your time today. Uh, thank you for having me here, Gary. Sean, we're here to talk about site search in general and Google commerce search in particular. Google recently announced that it was shutting down its commerce search feature. Of course, you're the CEO of a leading site search provider, and my first question for you today, Sean, is what's your view of Google's announcement? We obviously view it with a, a lot of interest um, when a competitor announces that they're pulling out, particularly Google, whose name's synonymous with search. Um, we, we weren't that surprised because we hadn't seen them get that much traction in the market. Um, when they f first came to market as a competitor, we were a little worried because Google uh, obviously has such a good name for search and are very, very well resourced. Um, but I think it might have been three years or so that they've been in the market and they really haven't um, got a lot of traction. And, and, I, and I expect that that's why they've pulled out um, in this form because for, for Google to con continue to support a product, they need to make a lot of money to move the needle for their, them as a company because they're so large. Um, and if they weren't getting the traction, then um, uh, you know, it really wouldn't have been making much of a difference for them. Were you surprised? I, I, I was a little bit. I wasn't surprised because they, from the point of view that they, 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 they weren't getting much traction um, and so, you know, it's a, Google has a reputation for sort of um, pulling products if they, they don't work. Um, however, e-commerce is an important sector for them. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if they come back with something else. And uh, it's, a, it's very much a matter of watch the space, I suppose. I know that commerce search, at least my impression of commerce search, that was more of an enterprise-level product, or certainly for larger companies. I, I think I read somewhere that it had a... a entry-level price point of around 25 grand a year, which wouldn't fit, obviously, smaller businesses necessarily. Uh, is that is that is my understanding correct there, in terms of how it was trying to position commerce search? Yes. In fact, I think when it first came out, it was at 50000 and then sub subsequently they bought out a sort of another tier at 25000 And so they were aiming for uh, larger companies to be using this. 
But I think if you looked at the top a thousand retailers in the US, um, there there were thirty that were using Google in some form or another, and only a portion of those were using Google Commerce Search. But but I think that pricing's about right, um, and uh, w- we would see them sometimes um, drop those prices in a competitive situation. Yeah, wonder how many. Any guess on how many users they had in total with that product? Uh, no, I, I, it's it, it's difficult to guess those numbers. They obviously don't uh, tell us. Yeah. <laughs> but we, but but we, we didn't see them get a lot of traction in the other markets we operate in. We would see them occasionally in Australia, um, occasionally in the UK. Don't know if we ever saw them down in Brazil. So there was commerce search, and then of course there's the regular site search product that they offer. That will continue, just a regular kind yes, of on-site. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and uh, and I think um, and, and Google's got a variety of site search pro- products. They also have their Google Appliance as well. But I think the commerce search they bought out with commerce specific features. So I'm not sure how much, how many sort of commerce specific features the other products have. All right. Well, it'll be fun to watch, and uh, here's hoping that SLI picks up picks up some of those customers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're working on it. All right. Good deal. And and, and yeah, and because um, you know, with a Google Commerce Search is a, a software as a service uh, d- delivery method, and, and with a leading software as a service um, provider to the top thousand w- retailers in the US, so we've got a sort of plug-in um, replacement where we can. Uh, quickly get someone up and going that needs to, to switch off Google Commerce Search. So I should I should have asked that question, but for for uh, in the event one of those one of those Commerce Search uh, customers are listening to this, what is your message to them? <laughs> the, the message is we can quickly get you up and going um, with, with our with that sort of product, which can um, perform. Uh, all the same functions, but the main difference they'll get with us that they won't have had with Google is, is we, we'll give them a dedicated uh, customer success manager, a, a, an actual person that they can talk to who will help them with the implementation, um, help them with any changes they want to make going on. They'll always have a person, it's not just during the implementation, they'll be through their lifetime as a customer with us. Good deal. Let's change directions just for a second. Move off commerce search, and let me ask you a couple more, a uh, couple more questions, if I could, about site search generally. Uh, and the first one is on mobile, mobile uh, platforms, the rise of mobile tablets and smartphones in particular. So, what's happening with site search as it relates to those two platforms, smartphones and tablets, and how do consumers use site search? Differently, or do they use it differently on smaller screen devices? Yeah, they, they, they definitely use it uh, differently because, uh, particularly on the, on the phones where there is uh, a smaller screen, the search needs to be laid out differently in order to provide the same functionality that you have on the large screen. Uh, so, for example, the um, the facets, the refinements that you may have on typically on the left-hand side or at the top, uh, take up a lot of room on the desktop version of the uh, of the search. You need to have another approach for providing those same refinements. Without That doesn't take up all of that room. Um, and the way we normally do that is to have a sort of single refinements link that when you tap on it, it opens up 
and you can choose which top level type of refinement you want to do. So you might want to refine by category or gender or brand. You click on that and then select your brand. So it sort of opens up as as you need to. So the, so the, the experience is optimised for the small screen. And that makes a big difference. It means that um, uh, you can still have the same functionality, but it, it works on that small screen. One of the other differences is the um, it, when you're typing in, it's more difficult to type on a mobile device, be it a phone or a tablet with the on-screen keyboards. They're not as easy to type on as um, the large keyboards. And so one of the really useful features that we have on the desktop search is particularly useful on the mobile, and that's where, as you start typing, you can see search terms and you can see products. <coughs> So um, this just means that it's, uh, it helps people with their query formation. It means that they don't necessarily have to type out their, their whole query term because they can just click on one of the suggestions that come up. So that, um, that autocomplete or the rich autocomplete that will show products as you're typing is, is, really, is even more important on a mobile device. So you're seeing adoption, merchants' adoption, like on your platform, if a merchant is using your platform, SLI Systems, Platform, uh, those merchants adopt to smart to mobile platforms as well, and that's working out well for them. Yes, yeah, so we have a sort of separate mobile set of best practices that our customers can use, and we've got um, broad adoption of that. As you know, most of our customers have mobile optimized versions of the websites now, and, and they want to have a mobile optimized version of the search experience. Is that an extra fee? If if uh, yes, yeah. So it's a SIP, so they can, one fee gets them a desktop search and an extra fee is a mobile optimized search. Yeah, yeah, because there's, there's additional work to um, set that up and maintain that. Okay. So what do you see in site search over the next uh, year or two? For merchants listening to this, many merchants still use either the free Google site search or the site search that's provided by their e-commerce platform. What do you see going forward on site search? So we still see that probably over half of um, the, the merchants use the default search um, that comes with their e-commerce platform. And so we, so we see a trend where more and more are realising the value of specialised search because they realise that they can easily get some runs on the table and improvements in conversion rates by um, using a specialised search vendor such as SLI. Um, because search is really difficult to do right and most retailers don't have the skills to build a good search in-house. You know, their core business is online retailing, um, not uh, sophisticated search technology. So, we, so we're going to see a trend towards more and more people using specialised search. I'm predicting. On top of that, for the larger companies, I think we're going to see uh, it's going to be more common where you'll have a dedicated search uh, merchandiser. So a person who's responsible for the search page Who's, who's looking at the analytics that comes from the people that are searching and making sure that that information is used right across the business and, and also using that information to try and further optimise the search page through you know, banners, um, tweaking the, the, uh, the rankings of the search, etc. So we see that being um, more and more common. Give us some examples, Sean, of optimizing a page versus a, uh, using a sophisticated site search, just say a retailer selling whatever, say a retailer selling cooking supplies, 
walk us through a hypothetical example of to help listeners. I know you and I have talked about this before, but to help listeners that aren't familiar to understand how a sophisticated platform can help. So there are a bunch of different things to talk about here, but first of all, you've got to make sure that your search is returning relevant results. It's still extremely common where you'll type in keywords and the results that you see there it's just embarrassing what comes up. You know, if you were talking to a person, they wouldn't show you um, the, those those results, and and that happens. It's extremely common where you see bad search, poor relevance, and when that happens, visitors are a a frustrated and and are more likely to leave your site and go somewhere else. You know, so so if you can get the relevance right, you're going to increase your conversion rates. So that's sort of uh, first and foremost, and there's a, there's a lot of best practices on how to lay out the search results. You know, what size should your images be? Should it be in a grid view or a list view? What what sort of refinements should you have? What order should those refinements be in? Where should the refinements be placed? You want to be integrating with ratings and reviews. There's you know there's a, there is a lot a lot of different aspects of search, um, and and we've summarised all these in a free white paper called the Big Book of Search Tips that mm. people can download. And use that if they're looking to um, improve the search themselves, um, or just for ideas for, for what else they should be doing with their, their search vendor. But it's also really important to um, look at the search analytics. It's really interesting to see what people are searching for on your website. You know, what is the language that they're using to describe your own products? Often, it's different than the language the retailer uses to describe their own product, and that's really useful to know. Because you want to make sure that you're using the same language where possible that your visitors are using. Or if they're using different language, you want to make sure they can still find what they're looking for using their own language. Mm-hmm. All right. We have just another minute or two left. And that, that book that you referred to is the Big Book of Search Tips, which is on your website, slisystems.com. Mm. Yes. Okay. Another minute or two here, Sean. Anything else on your mind for our listeners about Google Commerce search, which is going away, or uh, site search in general? Well, uh, one other um, trend we're seeing is more and more retailers are doing content marketing. So this is where they're creating engaging content to try and uh, attract and engage their customers and their prospective customers. So this may be videos, articles, um, how-to guides. this is sort of a, a best practice, marketing practice now, is to try and draw your customers in and engage them. This is useful for search engine optimization, for social media. And one of the trends associated with site search, with this trend of uh, content marketing, is there's a lot of content there. And so you need mm-hmm. to, uh, to, to be able to search through that. So we're seeing more and more retailers, site search, are searching not just their product but also all this content that they're producing as part of their content marketing strategy. Because when a visitor comes to the website and sees a search box, they expect to be able to find whatever it is they're looking for there, not just products. Okay. Well, for purposes of our listeners, we've been visiting with Sean Ryan. Sean, Dr. Ryan, I should say. Sean is the CEO of SLI Systems, which is, of course, a leading on-site search provider. That website is sli-systems, sli-systems.com. And Dr. Sean Ryan, we want to thank you for your time today, sir. Thank you very much, Gary. I appreciate it. 
That's all the time we have for this week's e-commerce conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Please tune in next week for another new episode.